I just want to pray and give thanks for today, and we can start the program. Uh, I think we all are here because we love the Lord, and uh, we want to see His name be glorified. And we want to see truth and spirit reign in the kingdom of God. So let's just uh, close our eyes as we give thanks. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the privilege we have today of coming together as believers, as your children, to launch and celebrate the, the publication of this book, Lord, and the plans you have with it. I pray, Father, may your thoughts be on our minds and may your words be in our mouths. But as we just like sanctify this day and, and give it to you, Lord, to, to celebrate uh, what you have done in our lives and what you're going to do through this book. I pray, Lord, please bless, bless Petey with his ministry. Please bless Rise on Fire with their work, and may your name be glorified always through it. We thank this in your holy name, Jesus our Messiah. Amen. Um, I want to tell you a bit about PD, my experience with him, uh, how I got to know him. I think about three years ago, uh, I was a student, he was also a student at the time, and uh, we went to an outreach called Mercy Moving. Um, in and around the city, they sometimes meet in Centurion, otherwise in the Pretoria CDD. There are quite a few of those people here that have uh, gone with us. And uh, he was this one young uh, curly-haired kid uh, praying for people, praying for uh, people to be healed from, uh, you know, horrible illnesses or just um, disabilities and casting out demons. And I was like, yo, this guy has fire. <laughs> Uh, I was just going to you know, give people food, but I saw a love and a passion for also the works of the Holy Spirit in PD's life. And uh, so we started becoming friends, and before long, uh, we'd sometimes see each other at uh, a Bible study or one or the other. And I, uh, at the time, joined a church called Every Nation. And uh, PD sort of attended the church at the time. He, he, he recently gave a testimony of why he felt... Uh, he should do that because um, at the time he was sort of on the path of reading more into the Torah and some parts of the Old Testament and he felt that many of the churches was lacking in that element and uh, it was an interesting journey for him to go on that I'm sure he can tell you himself but I met him at my church and I was like hey isn't this the kid that was praying that I made at Mercy Moving and so our relationship just started growing from there um, I also discovered he had a love for music, being a musician, a guitarist, and me being a drummer uh, with another friend of us, um, now calling yourself David, uh, original name. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, his name is David, and um, he and us, we went on some musical ministries together, and through this time, I just saw a growth in PD's life, from where you initially had a desire to to understand the truth of the scriptures he also started growing in love and compassion for the whole kingdom for everyone in any place in their lives um in their faith and 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 being uh, open to meeting anyone where they are um and before long um i started seeing his online video ministry picking up pace uh He's been doing videos for a while, but 
I think about perhaps a year or two, things have really gone, gone up. And that's since he's graduated. Um, so both of us did graduate. And I think then God really started uh, pushing him to do more and more uh, work with this ministry, Rise on Fire. And that obviously led to the writing and publication of the book we have today. Um, so I can just testify in the past six months or so, as he's been writing, um, there was a time in which he thought uh, he's not necessarily qualified to write. He's still relatively young in comparison to many other writers, and uh, yet the spirit kept pressing on him to write. And uh, yeah, he would some, sometimes speak to us like, yeah, he knows sort of what to write, and he knows the spirit is pressing him, but he just has to make sure it's the right thing and all of that. And uh, before long, we got the first draft, and I was so surprised to see the depth and the thought and the scriptural um, comprehension and, and uh, combinations in that, uh, you know, first few chapters um, that I just really knew that God did indeed uh, drive him to put this uh, publication together. And uh, so... I must say, having also written some of the drafts, I think that I uh, re uh, read sorry, some of the drafts as we come along. Um, I know that uh, there is definitely peace in my spirit about that. And I feel that the Holy Spirit did definitely help you with both the drive and the motivation as well as the content of the book. So, PD is going to share a bit about his story, uh, what went through his mind, I just want to thank you for your work here. We'll do a thank you properly later for everyone part. But uh, yeah, PD, go ahead. Tell us your story. Right, thank you so much for every single person here. I really appreciate everyone. Um, I, Kat is, I don't know where she is, but what she started, Kat and Lene, they started with the idea of putting this together. And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe five or ten people will come, <laughs> honestly. Um, and I'm so surprised and happy um, for everyone who's here. Thank you so much. Um, you know, so I think I'd, I'd just like to share a little bit about the background of, of the book and, you know, how it started and what it's about and really um, what the Father's been doing with it thus far. It, it actually has been released for, well, officially released online for about, um, I think, three weeks now. So... Um, and the Father's been doing really amazing things. I have been absolutely blown away with just how how it's been going out and how people have been receiving it because you never really know. Honestly, like you, you put it out and you've got no idea what people are going to think about it and it's quite daunting. But um, anyway, so how this happened is, you know, one day I was just um, in my room and, and I just had this thought or this or the Father, I just heard the Father speak and so, you know, everything that you have been led through these past few years, I want you to put in a book for people. I want you to put it in a way that, and, it, and, a, and a, make a tool for people where they can put it in the hands of someone else. And this whole big picture of what the Father is doing all across the world can be explained and displayed to them in a quick, or in a, you know, a book format. The book's about 160 pages, so it's not like you can read it quick, quite quickly. So let me go, let me just, I know some of you I know, some of you I don't know. I just want to tell you a little bit about where I come from and why this is different, I believe. Is 
Um, when I was, I, I grew up in a Dutch Reformed church, I guess just like many of you, and you know Afrikaans, and 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 you know in that place, I grew up as a young boy, and when I read, I started, you know, you you come to this place where you start reading your Bible, and you start taking. You start, you start realizing, well, you know, God is actually there, and this is pretty serious, because I've got one shot at this life, and if I die tomorrow, it's gone, and then that's it, and I, and I had this awakening, and I, I'm sure most, a lot of you had that, and I'm like, okay, well, I have to take it seriously, and I dive into my scriptures, and pretty soon what I realized is, I was reading many things in there, when, and when I looked around in the church I was at, the specific church I was at in that point, a lot of those things weren't going on, and it wasn't. There wasn't the same death that I saw my Messiah and his first disciples walk out. And soon, I, you know, I started heading into high school, and the Father soon started revealing to us many things. I, I, I one day I was so frustrated because I was seeing there's 33,000 plus denominations, which you all know, out there, and I asked the Father this question, Lord, which way? Shall I go? There's 33,000 choices. Which one is right? Because I don't want to go 40 years of my life and be like, oh, I made the wrong choice. Now I need to hop to another one. What is the truth? That was the simple prayer. I fell on my face, on my knees, in repentance, and Father, I need the truth. If I'm going to follow you, I must have the truth. That's the condition. And as a father, the next week, the father came and he started... I didn't tell my parents anything, I didn't tell anyone else about this experience, but we soon, the father pulled us out of the church we were in, and everyone of course was like, you are, what is going on PD, you know, why are you leaving, and, and all that was happening, and the father came, and he met us where we were at, in our home, and he came to open up the word to us in a way that we have never seen before. And what I'm talking about is a return to the holiness of what the scriptures, where it's no longer just, you know, um, faith as in I believe, but actually an action of following what I believe, where I'm going to put um, my foot down and do what I say I believe. And, and, and returning to holiness, not just a, yes, I believe in Jesus, I believe in Yeshua, but actually I want to walk as He walked in everything that He did. You can see what I found is, and what I started realizing is many, and, and I'm obviously generalizing, but many who say they follow Him, they pick and choose which part of Him they want. They say, you know, I like this part of Yeshua, I like this part of Jesus, where He, you know, He may have been praying for people. And, and we have denominations who sprang up from that place, the charismatic movement, which I love, the charismatic churches, sprang up from that desire, that eagerness to be like, we want to pray for people. We want to see the miraculous, the workings of the Spirit, and all these things happen. And I and the Father actually soon uh, took also took me into um, churches like that, where I was uh, surrounded by these things. And a lot of it was good. A lot of it was weird, but <laughs> but there was a lot of good things. And the Father showed me that there's a side of His Spirit that I was missing. And so, in combination of that, He also showed me throughout the years a side of His truth that I was missing. And things like the Ten Commandments. When we go down the list of the Ten Commandments, every single one are we keeping every single one. Just the simplicity of that. Not even speaking about anything else in the Bible. The Ten Commandments, the simplicity of that. Are we keeping every single one? 
Because when we, and not to be weird, when we look at Christianity as a whole, and we go and we go down the list, we go down, most churches simply do not. They simply have picked and chose, unfortunately, which part of Yeshua they want yet again. And when we go and we look at the book of Acts, and we look at the baptizing that they did, and we look at the casting out of the demons, the healing of the sick, the spiritual gifts that they walked in, and we put that on the list, and we ask, what are we doing here? Yet again, oftentimes we find ourselves yet again picking and choosing. And so what I started realizing throughout this is because I was, so first I, I sought this truth, right? And the Father came and he revealed this truth to me, this, this ten, these, starting with the Ten Commandments and moving into the rest of the Word, where we go and return to actually keeping the commandments that the disciples kept. So that, that means that we don't, like I say, we don't pick and choose anymore. And so with all this, um, that's kind of, I guess, the, the base of, this, this, of what the book is about. So it's really the simplicity of walking as Yeshua, as Jesus, the simplicity of just walking as you walk. But it is really simple, actually, but it's not easy, right? We can all agree, it's simple the way he walked. We can just look at his life and we can say, okay, that's how we did it, let's do it. But when, we, when it comes down to actually doing it ourselves, it's a little bit harder, okay? So what the book is about, it's called Reigniting Spirit and Truth, and you see there's a, there's a pendulum on the cover, and really what that represents and talks about is this pendulum of belief that I started realizing is really um, what is very apparent in, in our uh, Christian culture, where we have um, a pendulum, and on one side we've got, if I may, truth, we've got like the, the, the truth of the word, and we've, on the, or let me rather say, we've got the pendulum, we've got spirit and truth in the middle, all right? Spirit walking in the gifts of the Spirit, walking in the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, etc. And we've got the truth. In other words, walking in holiness, the communion of the commandments, etc. Then we've got, on these two sides, we've got two things going on. We've got lawlessness on one side. Okay. In other words, a, a walk without law, a walk without holiness, a walk without keeping the instructions of the Father. Okay, and then a lot of times that manifests in something like hyper-grace or... You know, where we say that Yeshua died for us, and because He died for us, we can now live any way we want. Which is something that we have seen, unfortunately, in many places, right? But on the other side, we've got, so we've got on one side the lawlessness, on the other side we've got legalism. Where we have said, okay, we are going to do, we are going to keep the commandments, we are going to do all that, but that's suddenly... When we swing all the way to the other side, we come no other than Pharisees. The same people who persecuted Yeshua. And so, really that's kind of the base of it. And what I believe the Father is doing is that right now, as we're speaking around the world, He's bringing about two movements um, around the world. And the one is a return to the, the Torah, which simply means teaching in Hebrew. A return to the Torah and the instructions of the Father. And on the other side, he's also bringing about a return to the workings of his mind. It's two, at the moment, it's really two segregated, separate revivals with different people in them, mostly. And we see something like, you might, I guess some of you guys might have heard something like, something like the Large Information, or you've heard about, you know, um, there's Act, the Acts 2 school. You've got all these discipleship schools springing up around the world that are really focusing on baptism, focusing on repentance, focusing on... Um, praying for the sick, etc. Okay. 
And then we have these other groups springing up, which are very much, you know, um, a lot of guys, you might know them as Torah groups or groups where it's really usually small groups of Bible studies where we sit down with the Bible and we go from the beginning to the end and we read and we take everything. And we say, we go with the agreement that we're going to sit and we're going to test everything that we've been taught, everything, and we're going to hold on to what is good. And I want to challenge you guys. I want to say that um, if, if you, or let me say it like this, if you choose to read the book, there's a good chance that one half of it is going to be uncomfortable to read, at least. Because the book is divided in two halves. The one half is reigniting truth. The other half is reigniting spirit. And so for most of us, we are born into a place where or we grow up and we are really, you know, a lot of us grew up in a Dutch Reformed church. I grew up in a charismatic church. Whatever side you're on, you, you've grown up with a more of a focus, more maybe on the Holy Spirit things or maybe more on the truth things and the keeping of the commandments things maybe, like we see in, I guess, Dutch Reformed churches often, for example. And so really what the book does is it has one half focusing on the reigniting of the truth in our lives and the other side of the, focusing on the reigniting of the spirit and and it's quite I, I was joking with some of my friends that I've, when the reviews started coming in or the people started sending emails about the book and everything I've, I've found that many people would send an email and they would say yes you know I'm on the page 50 like I'm halfway through or whatever and it's really amazing and whatever. But I rarely hear them send an email by the end of the book and say, oh, it was really amazing. Because the, the end of the book was really uncomfortable probably for those people. But then we have the other people who read the, who are really excited about the end of the book. But the front of the book, it was like, shoot, that was hard to swallow kind of thing. So I'm telling you this because um, I want you to try and stick through and really prayerfully, prayerfully take every word to the Father. And consider what, what I wrote there. Because I, I really prayed every minute of write, writing it. And I really, I really, I believe it's from the, from the Father. And um, I believe it's going to challenge you. I believe it's going to make you really uncomfortable. It's going to make you feel like I need to really order myself in many areas. You're going to put the book down in many cases, I think, and fall on your knees and ask the Father, is this true, Father? If it is, Lord, this means introspection. And, and really, I, so that I, I encourage you to, to, to take that approach in reading it. Um, and um, yeah, so that's kind of the basis of it. Um, I want to share with you just a little bit about the meat of, of um, my, just my walk in terms of how the, these things came about. So as I mentioned, just to, to, to jump back a little bit, um, I, I went, when I fell on my knees and I asked the Father, to reveal the truth to me first, um, like I said, he so he took us out of the church and he brought me, our family first, um, in our home. I was still in high school, so we were just in our home. And the Father started revealing many things to us in the Word as we did um, studies together and so on. Soon I moved into university where um, I joined a, sorry, where I joined a uh, fellowship as well. A very a, again a very much a home fellowship and you know really again sitting down with with um, fellow believers and and taking that approach of we're going to test everything and hold on to what is good and um, a few and then about I guess in my second year or so I yet again follow my knees because this time I was I, I was starting to come into
I started to come to this understanding of, okay, well, the truth, there's, there's things that I haven't been keeping, commandments that the Father has instructed me to keep, that Yeshua, Jesus walked out, and that um, I wasn't, I started re- trying my best to walk as He walked, not for salvation, not to be saved, just because I want to walk as He walked, not a saved by works thing, I'm not talking about that, I'm simply talking about a, I love Him so much, and I want to walk just like He walked. So, that happened, and about my second year, like I said, I fell on my knees again, and this time I said, Father, well, I'm, I'm reading the book of Acts, I'm reading, um, you know, many things in the New Testament that, that my Messiah did, and I'm like, I'm not seeing that either, and I'm talking about things like when he saw um, a, a, a layman, or he saw someone who was in pain, or whatever the case is, impossibilities, he saw them and he smiled in confidence. Because he had such a faith in his father that his father can move mountains and do whatever through the workings of the Spirit. And so as I did that, about I, I really sought this thing out probably for more than a year actually. And the, in terms of an outpouring of the Spirit. And then I found myself one day sitting at my, um, I was still a student, so I was at my, um, in Hatfield, um, I studied in Pretoria. And um, I, was, I was sitting at home and I had this random thought come. I've never heard the Spirit or heard God in a way, you know, speak to me like many people say or whatever. But I had this thought that said, um, go to Hatfield Square, there's someone you need to meet. And when I heard that, had that thought, I was like, you know, what is, what is this? I was like, you know, I'm, you know, whatever. And, but this thought doesn't, doesn't want to leave me. I, I was confused. It was weird. I've never, it doesn't, and, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm hungry. I'm going to just go there and maybe give myself some food. And you know, I'm making some excuses for myself. At the end of the day, I get in my car and I drive there. And I'm, I'm just like, you know, I get in my car. And as soon as I get out of my car, and you guys, if you've ever been to Hatfield Square, you know, it's a lot of um, a, a beggars and, you know, things like that. And the, and the one guy, he came up to me as I got out of my car and he starts, you know, just, um, he, he starts talking to me and tells me about his story, like, you know, oh, he's, he's in this hole right now. And, and you know, and, and again, I get this, this thought comes or this, this feeling and I, and I suddenly get this compassion come over me for this man. Like I've never had before for someone. And I, and I ask him, you know, hey, this is, and, I, and this, this just comes out of my mouth. Like I was like, and I said, hey, listen, um, do you have any pain um, in your shoulder? And when I, as soon as I left my mouth, I was like, what did I just do kind of thing, thinking. Because I've, I've never prayed for people like that on the street or anything like that. That was so weird for me. You know, it's, um, and, uh, and, but it, I said it, so I'm like, kind of, now I have to run with it. And, and, um, and, he's, and he actually says, his eyes go big and he's like, yeah, I actually do. I've got a shoulder. I'm like, why? And, he's, and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, hey, Jesus is going to heal your shoulder right now. And as I said that, it just, again, it's like, and it's the Holy Spirit that totally just moved me and gave me that confidence and boldness in the moment. And and um, I'm like, and he's like, oh, okay. And, and I just like, Father, I put my hand on his shoulder and I just say, Father, oh, Yeshua, I just thank you, God. We just speak to his shoulder now in the name of Yeshua, Jesus. We command all pain. Get out now. Be healed now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And, and I, and I, and I, and I'm, the easy thing would have been to just walk away okay. and be like, okay, cool. That's not okay. Cheers. But no, I really wanted to know. I really wanted to. I didn't want to just say and walk away because I don't think that's faith. And I said, you know what? I want you to test it out right now. 
and and he he lifted and what he what the issue was that he couldn't really lift his shoulder above that area and it would hurt him and he's like and he lifts it and he's like what and he and he can't believe it and he freaks out and he's like how did you do that and i'm like it's it's jesus he loves you you know and i don't know and i started like getting tears and as i don't believe what i'm seeing myself and and um and he's like and i can't believe it i'm like are you sure like are you serious is it, does it really happen and and he's like you know what just wait here for a second he turns around and he runs and he go and he gets his uh, a friend of his that has like a leg a problem in his leg or his foot actually and and um and and he's like hey and he tells his friend what happened like in whatever language he was speaking <laughs> and um and uh, i'm like and he's like can you pray for him too and i'm like okay i'll, I'll just try again what i did <laughs> and uh, i just pray for spirit and fall i thank you lord we command all pain and leave right now in the name of yeshua and um, i'm like test it out again and he, he tested out and he, and he said no way and all his pain leaves yet again and his other friend is like i told you so i told you so and i said well this is this is and I'm, I'm like guys this is all this is all this is all jesus this is all yeshua this is not me you need to understand and um they they start um they know everyone you know they're locals and whatever and um, they start they turn around and they like um they start they say wait here and they start calling some of their friends and and they bring some of their friends there and i'm like so i am so i can't believe what's going on it's like a dream literally and um and uh and they bring people like uh, the guy with back ache a guy with like toothache a guy with um there was a guy i prayed for his back and he started manifesting a demon and i've never even seen that i've never even been in a church that that happened stuff like that happens and so i'm like oh, what is going on and i have no idea what i'm doing but but the father put the words in my mouth and i just prayed and i just trusted him and and guys, it was amazing. Like I, I prayed for um, about twenty-five about people, and every single one of them um, said that the pain left them and they only got healed in some form. There was a guy who had toothache, He's, and I want to tell you this because I think this one is important. He had toothache, and and he's like, no, he's been having it for months now, and it's really bad. And and I'm like, okay, cool, let's pray, and I pray for him. And he's like, no, nah, there's no difference, man. Uh, you know, and he's a might be so much unbelief and. And um, I'm like, okay, no, it's cool. Let's just pray again, because I've I've seen it happen now. And I'm like, I'm, I was like, no, I have to, I have to see this happen with this guy. And um, and I pray again for him, and I'm like, hey, okay, Faris, thank you, Lord. We come on, always pray to leave right now. And um, and he says, yeah, no, there's no difference really. Yet again, and I'm like, whoa, okay, can I pray again? <laughs> and, and you know the father because the father I, I needed to see this and i prayed again for him and um uh and and it started getting a little bit better he said no it's, it's actually it feels a bit better and i prayed again and i prayed again and i prayed again eight times I prayed. not not once or twice oh sorry god didn't it wasn't god's will sorry <laughs> no no eight times i prayed for him and suddenly he's like there's no pain but he's an unbelief he says you know what tomorrow no, i'm gonna go to bed tonight and it's gonna come back the pain's gonna be here tomorrow again and i'm like you know what i don't know because I've, I've i've never really seen this so I, I don't know if it's gonna come back honestly but you know what i'm gonna come this was the saturday the sunday i said I okay so i'm gonna come tomorrow the sunday and we're gonna see the next day i got my car i drove up 
get a game there and uh, I went to see, I wanted to really know, like, is this real? Because I was even in that place still in unbelief. And in, in some form of doubt, like, oh, you know, those people, they were just probably lying to me or they just wanted to make me feel good or whatever the case is. But I came the next day and, and, um, and, uh, and he's like, brother, this is the first time in months that I was able to sleep without any pain. And I was like, this must be real. And I, and I couldn't believe it. Not. I got in my car. I just, just like I feel now, like I got in my car and, and I cried myself home. Because I realized the Father so clearly said, Beauty, this is not just for you. This is for my bride. I'm calling her back to this. This is what I'm calling you to walk in. You see, and, and when I, I got in my car and I cried myself home that way, I just I just realized that this is what the disciples did. And and I am sick of making excuses. I am sick of saying, oh, well, you know, whatever. Oh, well, you know, that was for the disciples. That was for the Israelites. That's not for me anymore. And, I, and I'm sick of being comfortable. I'm sick of being lukewarm. I'm sick of being passive. And... And really, that was the that was such a. I mean, the next day I woke up, and when I was brushing my teeth and getting ready, I was, I really, really felt like that I was did that really happen? It was such a life changing moment for me. And soon, you know, that I guess that's when you know I started making the videos and all that stuff happened. But and and that uh, uh, we started doing outreaches. Everyone mentioned it. Um, I, I started first, I was alone. There was no one. Uh, it was funny because I went back to many of uh, friends or, or so many, some of the people who I went back to um, in my, and in, in whether they were in fellowships or friends or whatever, many of them were like, wow, Peter, because obviously I wanted to tell everyone <laughs> about this and everything. And, and they were like, oh, well, Peter, you know, that's, that's nice. It's nice that God is doing that with you. And, um, you know, that's God's calling on your life, and well done. But I realized that you're missing the point completely, because this is not about me. And, um, and really, so that was, kind of, uh, that was kind of that, and how the Father did that. And, and, I, and so many people were very much opposed to that, opposed to that. And I, and I was just like, you know what, I don't care, I need to do this. And I, and I started going out, and this was all the Father's grace and boldness mercy on my life and everything I'm talking about is and I started just going out um, on my own um, as a student uh, and I started going to malls I started going into the streets no one else with me in the beginning at least and I just went I just wanted to pray for people I just wanted to share people the things that I have experienced and share my Messiah with them and sooner or later sooner or later you know other people started getting involved as well and we started doing like weekly outreaches and and, and, it, and it really grew into something amazing um where we started seeing that we were we were baptizing people on a weekly basis and and we were and, and, we, and with the churches that i was in and i'm not i'm not against churches I, by the way i love churches i've been i go i've been to churches all yeah, right um but many of the specific churches I was in, once in six months, I would see someone get baptized. And if someone wanted to get baptized, they'll be like, you know, um, six months from now, we've got a baptism service. But I saw that we, as a small group of 
three people. We were finding people and baptizing people on a weekly basis. And I, and I asked the question, so how is this possible? Why is, can people, three of us accomplish something? And I, had, and I was asking yet again, I was like, Father, there is something missing. We have to be seeing this in the body. Because I'm not special. I'm really not special. All I have is a heart. For, all I gave to have to offer for God is my heart. That's literally all I have. I was not a good. I was not a good speaker. I was not a good. I, I was an introvert. Many of you, if you know me, you know I'm the biggest introvert that there is. Um, and I'm not. That it's not who I am. Me standing here is not who I am. It's who I am in Christ. Right, who I am now, but it, it, it's not who I was. And I started realizing that there is a whole identity that God can give us, a brand new identity, both in the Spirit and in the truth. And what I mean by that is an identity and truth where we realize that we are truly grafted into Israel, just like Paul told us in Romans 11. We are part of Israel. We are part of His people because He says in Jeremiah 31 verse 31, um, I am coming to make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And that's about it. No one else. House of Israel, house of Judah. So if we are not going to be part of the house of Israel, the house of Judah, those two kingdoms, then we're not part of the new covenant because that's all who's in there. So I started realizing, so we've got that identity of Israel. We're grafted into Israel. And with that comes all the promises and the blessings that God gave Israel in the Torah in the beginning of our Bibles. And also that it also means that we are we can be obedient like Israel. We can lift up his commandments. We can be a set apart holy people, not to be saved, but because we want to walk, because that's what Yeshua walked out. He walked according in accordance to everything that his father um, uh, instructed. Because if he didn't would have sin on him and if, because we know uh, as, as John says and John um, uh, that he says you know that the sin is the transgression of the law so if we break the law of our father that's what sin is because law the law simply shows us gives us the definition of this is sin do not murder if you murder that's what sin is so Yeshua walked in perfect obedience to that and then he declared now walk as I walk Okay, so we have the identity in, as Israel, as, and the keeping of His instructions, and then the, of course the blessings. Like He said, and uh, we see with God coming to Israel, and He says, "You know what, Israel? If you, if big if, if you keep my instructions, if you follow, it, then he, he makes promise. He says, there will not be a barren man or woman amongst you. The diseases of Egypt will not come upon you.' And He makes a list of things, and He says that He's going to bless us with." If we are obedient, if we stay in that, that covenant, if we walk as, and at the end, of course, in the new covenant, walking according to the law, the Torah written on our heart. And so we have the blessings that come with that. And then we've got an identity in the Spirit, where we understand that we are part of His kingdom. We're part of His royal people. In other words, that means that because I'm a son of God, because I am... I, I am part of uh, his priesthood. That means that what he, I need to know what he thinks of me. I need to understand what he says. That he says, "You are my beloved son, and who I am well pleased." And you, I want to walk, work through, and I want to do through the same things that I did through Yeshua, through, through our Messiah. And see, when we see that, and when we realize that, and we really start 
understanding that Yeshua walked in so much purity, holiness, power, set apartness, all of that, and then He wants us to walk in it, it really makes, does something in us, and it changes us. And you know, one of the big things I just want to drop here, to just as an example, is when when I started praying for people. Okay, I, I always struggled to. I mean, my relationship with God. You know, you always we try our best, right? But it wasn't until I started praying for people on a regular basis and seeing God touch and change and do amazing things in their lives. And, and working, you know, through me and through us, because He wants to do it through us. We are, the Holy Spirit lives within us, and He wants to flow through us. And But He's not going to flow through us unless we step out and be like, you know what, God, I'm going to put myself on the line for you. I'm going to be like Elijah, and I'm going to call fire down. I'm going to tell the other, the pagans, I'm going to, or the, you know, those who don't believe in Him, throw water on this altar. Do everything you can to stop this from happening as far as going to come down anyway. You see, that taking that risk, or, or whatever or if we can call it that, you know, if we do that, that's when the Spirit comes through. So, when we do that and the Spirit flows through us, for me, and my, my testimony is to you, that it, in, in, as an overall picture, it has changed me more than the people I've ministered to. And, and I'm, I'm talking about, so today, I'm, to, I'm praying for this guy. Tomorrow, I'm praying for this guy. And every time I pray, I, I see God work through me. And it's communion with Him. It's intimacy with Him. It's part of intimacy with Him. Intimacy with Him is getting in our room, closing the door behind us and praying. But it's also being Yeshua to others in our daily walk on the out, when we are when we are before others, you know. And so that changed me so much in terms of giving me a love, more love for people. You know, many many people would say, you know, I'm struggling to love people. I was there. Uh, you know, I, I know the commandments. I'm trying to keep. I'm, I'm trying to walk as he, my Yeshua walked. But I'm struggling. I'm struggling to love people. And and because I don't feel like loving someone today. But what if it's not about a feeling? But what if love is an action? What if love is saying? I'm, it's not about how I feel today. It's about what I do for someone. Just like Yeshua. It wasn't about how we Yeshua felt. It was about what He did for us. You know, yes, He felt love towards us, and he, but it's about at the end of the day, what did He do? You know, and I want to also challenge all of you sitting here. What are we doing to show love? Are we feed, feeding the widow, the orphan, the the poor man on the street? Are we looking after? Oh, what about the the grocery cashier who we meet in Woolworths today? She's, what if she's lost? What if she doesn't know Yeshua? What if you were the only chance she ever had to meet Him, to hear His voice? What if you were the only encounter, the only shot she ever had? You know, that's, that's a huge thing. But that's what the Father called. He said this is right before Yeshua ascended. This is He said, go out into all the world, proclaim the gospel, baptize, heal the sick, or do all these things. That's some of the last things He said. Now, are we doing that? Just as an example, is that something that we are taking seriously? You know? So, you know, that's kind of, I guess, in a summary, as a very quick summary, what the book is about. And, and really, it's, it's about, um, there's, you'll see if you pick it up. And, oh, by the way, um, I don't think Rian said this, um, but we, I'm going to be giving all of you guys a free copy of the book. You don't need to pay at all, please. Um, there is an offering box if you feel on your heart the Father puts it, you can put something in. But really, um, the book is for free for you guys, so please 
take it, you know, um, and uh, it, it, yeah. So I hope, I really hope it blesses you. And um, I'm really excited. Um, if I may share, just and this is all what the, this is all God, right? Um, we we there's a, been about um, on Amazon. There's about there's been about three to four hundred copies sold so far, which is amazing. We've got about there's about three hundred PDF downloads as well, about fifty eBooks and so on. So it's really reaching the nations, and I'm so 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 humbled by that because. And I want to tell you guys that every that is it's not been me. I am not. This is a good this is a good proof of that. I've read about three books in my life, excluding my own. So, <laughs> so you know. So if you think the book is, the the writing is okay, then you know that's already gone. Um, so yes, um, cool. So thank you guys so much. We are going to be. Um, Having uh, thanks just at the end, uh, I believe the program next is, just correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the program next is we're going to be having a worship some. session. Worship session now. Cool. Yeah, and you need to just uh, introduce Lene, I think. Yes, yes. Um, there's Spoke here. Yes, Spoke is there. Oh, cool, cool. cool. Um, all right, so yes, sorry, I almost forgot. I want to introduce Lene, I want to just tell the story about Lene because. Um, this was really amazing. Um, when uh, I, in the midst of writing the book, right, I was asking a father, okay, so you know, we're kind of nearing the end of it, and, and really, I need someone to help me put this together because I don't like, I'm in, I have, I did study design, but I just felt the father say, I don't want you to handle this part of it. And I was praying about it, and I had some people in mind about who I might ask or whatever. And then Lene and Devil. Um, there at the back, they um, they contacted me. They watched some of my YouTube videos, and we went out to just um, at a restaurant, and we had some uh, we had something to eat, and we just chatted about many of the things that God it because God was revealing the same things to them that I've been writing about in the book, and they really come from the they've been kind of come from the spirit side, if you will. So they've been working in the Holy Spirit, and they've been praying people, doing all these things. But they saw that there's this whole other side of the truth and holiness and things that they didn't realize. Um, and, and they started like watching the videos and all that, and, and we made about that. We just chatted and shared and you know fellowship. And and she said, oh, you know, she's a she's a designer and she's about to go like freelance, you know, um, uh, kind of leave her job and do that full time, like alone, start a business in terms of that. And um, and, I, and I'm like, oh, you know, that's interesting, whatever. And like, when I went home, and I was planning on contacting someone um, who I had in mind about the book, about doing the design. And as I was typing that person's, or just going about to call them, I heard the father so clearly say, Lene is the one who's going to do this. And I haven't, I don't know Lene, I just met her. I haven't seen her work or none of that. But I was like, okay. <laughs> I sent her a message. I'm like, Lene, can you send me your work? I want to just... Just for future reference, <laughs> see what your see what your work is like. <laughs> and uh, Lene actually, I think she forgot the first week to send me because she was still getting her portfolio nice and ready. And I'm like, Lene, you really need to send me that because uh, I really want to see it. <laughs> and um, she ended up sending it. And um, yeah, it's very soon. And I looked at her work and I'm like, well, this is amazing. And um, I knew, okay. And I just, you know, soon I just contacted her, and this all happened. Uh, she did the design of the book, put it, the layout, putting everything together, as well as the, some of the beautiful illustrations and art that you can see here today. 
Um, so yes, she's been having, uh, at the end of the session, we're going to have a Q&A and I'd love for her to maybe share a little bit about her journey and because she, she did a, there was a whole journey for her around um, designing for the book as well, which is really beautiful in the whole theme of um, Spirit and Truth.